It's BudPod 102. Um, is 102 something? Um, 100 and poo Dalmatians. 100 and poo Dalmatians. 100 and um, poo Dalmatians, the sequel? Yeah. The sequel the- to 100 and bum Dalmatians. <laughs> bum 100 and poo uh, Dalmatians. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. The scatological um, sequel to 101. 102. I mean, we're starting to get into these high numbers that, are, are, you know, the higher you get in numbers, the less they mean. You know, the, the first few numbers have a lot of significance. One, two, three. Yeah. You, you know the rest. But <laughs> when you get to like 100, 100 obviously has a great significance. Past 100. The, like the, they don't really mean so much. You, you passed your sixty nines, you passed your 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 maybe it's just sixty nine actually. Yeah. Your eighty eight, your fat ladies. You passed uh, all the significant ones, and you're into you're into the abstract realm of numbers of high numbers. Yeah, I um one one oh one to be fair, like room one oh one podcasting one oh one. That's true, that's true. Oh man, we completely missed that. Yeah. Last week. This is Podcasting 101. This is how you do a podcast. Guys, this series, this whole, all of BudPod has actually been a how-to series on how to make the perfect podcast. It's true. And that's why every week we do another perfect one for you to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Until you learn. Um... 102 yeah i think beyond that i guess you just end up repeating the significant numbers from up to 100 so like 199 or whatever mm, mm. um it, it would be strange if someone had a really significant number that was like 5403 what what happened <laughs> yeah what happened there yeah um how are you finding the infinite nothingness phil of lockdown um, you know what? Actually, fine. I, yeah. uh, I've, I have, I have plenty to, that needs doing. Fortunately, I'm doing a lot of cooking. Last night, I made a monkfish curry. I beg your pardon. I made a monkfish curry. I just rummaged around to, to have a look at the spices that were in the kitchen. Threw in a a, a tin of um, plum tomatoes. You don't think <laughs> that would work in a curry? But it was bloody delish. I, uh, I was just briefly trying to think there about like, okay, Phil made a monkfish curry. Is that <laughs> yeah, Monk came over. We're in, yeah, he he was looking for a new bubble. And yeah, you um, made Brother Francis search in a body of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a curry, uh, what is? It? Where did you? When you buy monkfish, is it in like a little fillet, like the rest of the fish, or do you have to buy a big boy? Or someone else bought it, and it. Um, it was a bit gross, actually. It's a monkfish yeah. tail, and it still had like a spine down the middle, like a really hard, thick spine. The monkfish is a very ugly fish, although it has lovely flesh. Um, <laughs> so then I had to, I had to like like it real in. monks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ugly to look at, but supple and delicious in the flesh. <laughs> That's why they must be locked away. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun character a guy who thinks that a monastery is just a sort of sexy prison <laughs> that's where they keep the, 
the men that are too beautiful for the rest of us. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> have you seen how many of them have a little bald circle in their hair? <laughs> was that the style, or was it just like if you ended up naturally with that bald spot, you had to become a monk? Um, I think. Well, so they they they, they cut a tonsure in deliberately uh? to show humility. What's a tonsure? That's what it's called, the tonsure. How funny. And it's precisely where the um, Jewish skull cap goes. Yes, it does have something to do with, like, humility before God or to forswear fashion or, 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 or you know. The skull cap can... is a much more reasonable solution. I'll just put this on here. Uh, no need for me to <laughs> cut it off, but, you know, while I'm talking to you, I'll cover it up, sure. Well, that's why your friend and mine, uh, John Kearns, his his wig that he wears on stage is a tonsure wig. Yes. So it um, must be from like um, uh, a monk Halloween outfit, or as it would be in the shop, holy man. Because <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, reason, yeah. monk is a trademark, a registered trademark. You find yeah, out. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be monk. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> I love. I love Halloween costume. Get around names. Oh, foreign great. foreign correspondent for Borat, and like <laughs> <laughs> woodland thief. Yes, very good. Um, what what would be another another good one? Uh, m- m- uh metal adult. <laughs> for, uh, me- Iron Man. Metal adult, like Tin Man. No, well, I was going for Iron Man. I was just going through, like, the Marvel canon. Oh, Iron Man, I would say, um... Uh, billionaire Android. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> this is quite a good game. You have this to is a good a game. This is a good game. I mean, we've been looking for a new thing for people to send in. I don't know how many people are, are going to costume shops. I'm not sure how many costume shops are even open. But if you find <laughs> lying around your house... Uh, uh, a picture of um, yellow bald father cost- uh, costume. <laughs> um, oh, yellow bald father is very funny. <laughs> uh, is there a character that it's kind of impossible to do for? I was just thinking Michael Jackson. I've, I'm sure I've seen Michael Jackson. What's it called? Like. Strange dancer or something. I, I, don't know <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's a pretty good description of him. <laughs> uh, if people said, "Who's that strange dancer?" <laughs> you'd eventually guess Michael ja- Michael Jackson. <laughs> Maybe uh, Michael Jackson. I would I would put it as shape shifting pedophile. Okay, okay. I'm not sure you'd sell many. Yeah, but the people name. would know what it was. The people would know what it was, yeah. You'd have to make sure not to... Um... It also makes him sound like a, like a predator, like from a different planet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> was, that... <laughs> was that why he kept having plastic surgery? <laughs> it was just a repeatedly a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his own, his old form was starting to fall fall apart. Yeah, he had to hatch into to a new form. Yeah, this isn't even my final form yet. Hee <laughs> hee. 
That's why some of his dance moves don't look like things human bodies should be able to do. Yeah, and it's why he was screeching ow all the time, because it's his form trying trying to burst into its original shape. <laughs> ow! <laughs> and like he'd grab his crotch to push all the alien goo back inside the the human's skin suit. Ugh! Yeah. Ow! On his um on his planet, shamon is a swear word. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it hurt to dance. That's why Shamon is just like, fuck <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh what, boy! What is Shamon? Come on, isn't it? Come on, come on, Shamon. Is that what he's saying? Literally, yeah. I've never had a clue what he was saying. It's come on, come on, Shamon, Shamon. Yes, come on. I- that's that's one of the most cringeworthy aspects of like pop music. I find is when people are like exhorting themselves, and you can't, and then and they can't enunciate anymore. No, no, e- e- exhorting. Oh, okay. Like when they go, "Let's go!" or um, <laughs> yeah. "Come on, <laughs> let's do it!" or "Make some noise." It's so eighties. Yeah, um, it's very naff. You get it in a lot of glam rock as well, where they're like, let's have a party tonight! And you're I, like, well, it, you're in charge of that. It's always the point of... A, I, I don't always like a live uh, musical performance. I tend to find the studio recordings are there for a reason. They're the best one, ones. They're the ones they spend many times trying. And they're usually the best rendition of the song. And <laughs> But from time to time, I try my best to enjoy a live musical performance. But it all... And no matter how well I'm doing, the second they go, let's make some noise, I just go, no. And I cannot enjoy it anymore. Because, like, I can't I can't be seen to just do whatever this person tells me to do. And I get embarrassed when everyone around me goes, woo! Like, you're a grown adult. You can't, you just do whatever you're told. It's pathetic. <laughs> I, I I just find it funny that even someone like Michael Jackson was sort of telling himself like, like come, yeah, whoa, like you keep keep going, me. Yeah, yeah, he's talking to himself. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> Don't let them see your true form. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he tried to write the song Thriller as a confession. <laughs> And it just worked. It just everyone went, this is a great Halloween song. And he went, oh, is it October? <laughs> yeah, well, well, at the end of that video, when he turns and he's got the yellow eyes, he was like, this is my coming out moment. And then yeah. everyone just went, wow, cool effects. And he went, oh, no. <laughs> but he had to play along. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, we had a great um, visual effects guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be a strange dancer. Strange dancer. What would your what would your costume be, Pierre, for when they make the Bud Pod Halloween costumes? What would your post costume be called? Oh man, that's a great question. Oh god. Um Toilet Clown. <laughs> oh, okay, so with Toilet Clown we're going for a more like generalistic I was trying to think of something to do with my velvet jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that I wear on stage back when stages were a thing. Um, Velvet Fool. 
<laughs> yeah, Velvet Fool's good. <laughs> after after dinner fool, something like that. After dinner fool. Yes. How about you? Well, I'm currently my current on stage attire, which is which I wear three times a year currently on average because that's when gigs are. Um is I'm, I like my sweatshirts now, my cool East London sweatshirts. Yeah. Um but I've I've always got the big glasses. Um Hmm. Like serial killer joker or serial serial uh serial killer clown no amusing ned flanders amusing ned flanders is good let's go with that <laughs> i remember the first time you saw me wearing a jumper you said uh it looked like i quit drinking <laughs> yeah maybe had you slicked your hair back as well i and like buttoned a, a collared shirt all the way up or something yeah <laughs> Blessings of Christ be with you, friends. Like, you haven't seen me in months. Yeah, and we're all like, oh, I guess this is better than the alcoholism, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be better. <laughs> have to wait and see. Uh, um, well, shall we try and get through some more correspondence this episode, seeing as nothing is really occurring? It's funny yes. to be in a time of... Uh, it's funny to be living in an era that is completely... His- that is completely historic and also like nothing's happening. <laughs> I guess this was the first world war as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, sit, sitting or living through it at home. Yeah. Um, but yes, let's do some curry spoon don'ts. Ring letters, emails, emails, phone Correspondence. Okay, let's see what horrible things the Church of Nasty Little Boys and Nasty Little Girls have brought to us this week. Um, it's pretty good. So Tom gets in touch. Tom, me hombre. Uh, and he says, "Hey, Bud Pod. Um, if you remember, we discussed the website thispersondoesnotexist.com. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, the AI, <clears throat> the AI-generated faces that are not real. Yeah, it's very chilling. So he says, I went on this person does not exist.com and noticed a couple of other options: horses, cats, art, and what? elements. Really, elements? Yeah. And he says the elements one is boring as fuck. Well, it's just like rocks. I don't know, uh, but he says the horse and cat options, however, produce some of the creepiest images I have ever seen. Whoa! What the heck? That- that said, it's good to know that these weird collapsed bony fur melts don't exist. See attached. Ugh. Yeah, they are. Oh, oh. I'm going to see if I can look it up now. That is... This person does not exist. Uh, I did not know there was a horse. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's, just a pa- it's just a page with a woman. For God's sake. I'm mm. going to forward you the email so you can see the attachments. Thank you. This person does not exist. Horse. This X does not exist. This cat does not exist. This rental does not exist. There's like homes and stuff. Yeah, I've just sent it to you. Yikes. 
Uh, maybe technology has actually gone too far. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm mainly a, this vessel does not exist. There's vases. Ooh, the the the, the cats and horses though, Phil, are the main thing. They look like the creation of of demons. Okay, I'm looking at it. Ugh! The horse is horrible. It's like you don't know. Oh, yuck! This cat does not exist. Dot com. Yeah, the cats are really disgusting. They they look like someone's taken a cat and snapped their bones and and like melted them a bit. Yeah. Ugh! Horrible. I hate this. Really? Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. The 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 face, the human faces ones, um, are much much more effective. Yeah, this they haven't figured out cats yet as much. But they will. Oh, they will. <clears throat> um, so thank you for that. That that was horrible, Tom. Um, we enjoyed that. Uh, Michael gets in touch. Michael, don't be shy, Cole. <laughs> don't be shy, Cole. Uh, greetings, butt plugs. He says. <laughs> I think we've had that before, but I, I do like, and I'm glad. Um, or maybe we haven't. I don't know. Uh, he says, active Pistorian here. Great. Like so many preteen fantasy heroes and so many paint-by-numbers paperbacks, Ooh. I ask that you please brace yourselves for that quintessential revelatory moment of your very own, in which it is understood for the first time that a deep and mysterious magic is coursing through you, and perhaps always has been. Wow. Mm. Allow me to explain. I will, Michael. I Terry, will. Terry Pratchett over here. Yeah. <laughs> you see, as has become a habit, I will often find myself listening to a podcast or two as I prepare for bed. Mm-hmm. Almost always carefully selecting a timer to terminate the streaming at the end of whatever episode is playing, should I fall asleep. Okay. I, 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 I don't understand people who can do this, who can go to sleep with some something some noise going on, but... If we can help you drift off into slumberland, fine. I, I I can't do this anymore, but I did and indeed basically had to for my whole teenage years. Really? What did yeah. what did you listen to? Is there any podcast? Just battle anything, battle noises. Huh? Battle noises. <laughs> yeah. The clash of steel. <laughs> <laughs> Screams of dying men. <laughs> Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I yeah. need. I need pure silence and the blackest dark. Yeah. You. You have to sleep like. Um. You. Your sleep routine is the closest to anyone I. I would imagine is, is someone who's on a space station. Yeah. Right. Where yeah, there yeah, is yeah. no night or day, so you have to simulate it. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're on a permanently lit planet, and you and with full of like people going, blah, 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 I'm just shouting. That's right. It's like I live in, in Iceland, and I just have to like <laughs> put a velvet hood over my head to completely cut out all the light and all the sound. I, well, it's, it's like you live in Iceland inside a big clockwork device, <laughs> and you're just desperately trying to muffle the sound of all the gears or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Shaikel says, uh, last night the two of you accompanied me to my chambers. <laughs> That's such a funny way of putting it. <laughs> 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 <coughs> oh, 
Okay. That's very funny. <laughs> Gotta pit it. Last night, the two of you accompanied me to my chambers. Pre- <coughs> previously addressed imperatives to Koji aside. There was very, uh, there was unfortunately very little that might be called sexual about the audio threesome as I lay down. <coughs> That's very funny. So I've got a <clears throat> bit of liquid stuck in my ah, back of my throat. Oh, okay, I think I'm alright. I think I'm alright. Yeah. All right. So he's lying in bed and he's he's listening to to Bud Pot, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, I, "I I began to feel drowsy." <laughs> oh yeah. That would yeah. be um, our mellifluous, mellifluous tones. Yeah. Comforted and entertained, I let myself drift off, the two of you carrying on about literal shit without me. <laughs> One detail of note is that I have been sleeping on a hardwood floor, given the lack oh. of air conditioning and the summer's heat trapped in the loft where my bed normally is. Ah! Expert <laughs> foreshadowing has you already aware I did not... This time, select a sleep timer, as per the usual. So he, okay, so he didn't put a timer on the on the podcast. Okay. And so this night, the shit talk carried on as the waning moon sailed from horizon to horizon. <laughs> My subconscious, the vulnerable plaything of beloved characters all, Uncle Christmas, Shitty Pussy, and Vomit <laughs> and Poo Poo combinations of legend. <laughs> <laughs> This is very good. Very well. I forgot about Uncle Christmas. I've forgotten about Shitty Pussy. I've no idea what these things are. Shitty Pussy, the woman who shat her own pussy. Oh, jeez, of course. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) They say the mind can forget any trauma, Phil. (laughs) So he's he's, all all these all these visions are dancing like sugar plums in his head, Phil. Yeah. Poor guy. He says, "I woke, rested, rested." And sticking to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally. The sheet underneath me had shifted, and Uh so had the contents of my bowels. No. No, come on. This is too perfect. A warm and gooey paste had glued cheeks to cheeks and cheeks to flooring. Is is Schenkel trying to say that... Our podcast made him shit himself overnight. So, he says, flies had come through the open window to inspect the scene. Typical morning fogginess turned to confusion. A putrid smear traced out the movements of my sweet sleep, exposing overnight restlessness and a timeline for the sewage. Whoa. No suspicious eating or illness could explain the dawn's icky gift. (laughs) 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 No history of unconscious expulsions to point to. What power is this that your voices could provoke nature's call? Wow. Our podcast is one long brown note. Is that what Tricol is saying? (laughs) Is it the uncoolest, coolest superpower? Or your podcast a conduit to the ancient brown source? (laughs) Like the source of a great river. Our podcast is the source of all shit and piss. Let excitement grip every listener who now dreams of where these powers might bring you both. Conflict, prestige, or Christ-like martyrdom. Please consider your tremendous gift responsibly. Yours, charmed, hexed, blessed, or cursed, Michael. <laughs> really, really excellent email, Michael. Really well written. And Beautiful. what a story. What a, I mean, <clears throat> we're like, 
you know how people used to go to sleep like listening to a French lesson and they wake up and they speak French? We're like that, but for shit, apparently. We you put us on overnight and you'll just shit. You will learn to shit subconsciously. <laughs> if you're constipated, like the way we, you, can, you can get us on prescription from the NHS, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get um, four episodes um, a day, no more for an ad- ad- adult. No more than four hour, four episodes a day. But yeah. Take that once a day, and you will you will start shitting. And not on an empty stomach. No, no, no. Man, <laughs> what what an incredible thing to happen! Isn't that amazing? I mean, I'm sure it's. I wouldn't be surprised if it is connected. It must be connected. Maybe it was like he just kept hearing our voices saying "poo poo <laughs> poo," and then. Maybe we should start leaving little hidden messages in there. Yeah. So we end up with a, an army of uh, our sleepiest listeners. <laughs> an army of, of, of knackered insomniacs. <laughs> Man, it was also a nice flashback to the, that horrible hot summer. Yes, uh, a summer so hot that his, his poo stuck him to a floor. And I, the, that he had to sleep like a samurai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> Just with his arms folded, super disciplined apart from his anus. <laughs> Man, that's incredible. Yeah. What what power, what strange power we wield. That's I don't know right. what to do with this, this uh, power. Yeah, mount a coup or something. Um, you'd hope... You'd hope. <coughs> Mount a cool. Um, so Adam gets in touch. Adam, um, hmm, go uh, up, up and at yeah, up and Adam, I guess. Up and Adam. Up and Adam. Uh, the subject of his email is a shitty day hyphenated a shitty day in Cambodia and I think what Adam's trying to do here and I want to give him credit for it is he's trying to parody the dead Kennedy's song a holiday in Cambodia and he's gone with a shitty day in Cambodia yeah presumably because the story involves shit yep and the country of Cambodia yes I'd be surprised if it didn't involve either of or both indeed both of those things sure I'm intrigued so he says, uh, Dear PNP, I have put off writing because I've been intimidated by the quality of the name puns and the writing of your correspondence. Also, yeah. the actual shitting in my story is to some degree vanilla. The context <laughs> and cause is more important, but I'm not sure that cuts it. And yet my thumbs keep typing. <laughs> I like imagining him typing only with his thumbs. <laughs> with one thumb. Just with two thumbs, just... Like, not letting his fingers do any of the work, just the thumbs. Like, oh, I guess he's typing on his phone. Yeah, I was wondering what was that? Right, I was picturing him at his computer keyboard, just using his thumbs. That would be like jazz hands, like fingertips up in the air. That's a fun way to type. That's how mimes or clowns type, maybe. Uh, where were we? So he says, yes, and yet my thumbs keep typing. I like this kind of mournful sort of American Civil War letter Dickensian 
Mm. Tone. Mm. I like it. Not wanting to write to us, but finding he has to. Yeah, opening with an apologia. Mm. Uh, Many years ago, I was an academic researcher. I had secured most of the data I needed, but I wanted to get some from communities in Southeast Asia. Oh. Yeah. I'm listening. (laughs) I networked and emailed until I secured the support in Cambodia and help of a local master's student to carry out interviews. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got through ethical review, sorted out permits, spent a week with a student developing plans and techniques, and we found a rural village we could visit reasonably easily and safely. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, arriving by bus at the nearest large town, we bought a week's worth of dried fish, bottled water, and other food to protect my weak Western constitution. Nice. Mm. Dried fish and water. Yeah, dried fish and water. Incidentally... That night we stayed in town on the Thai border. Mm. I wandered into our room to drop off my bags. Returning to the entrance, I found my poor colleague being looked over by a short, broad, fat prop forward of a man booming, Wales, it's God's own country, boy. I saved the poor, terrified master student by having a short chat with this presumably sex tourist about Cardiff and the environment. <laughs> this presumably sex tourist. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, we paid for two chaps on two scooters to drive us the remaining three hours on the motorway in Mudtrack to the village. No helmets, my backpack between the driver's knees, a week's worth of water under one arm, and the other holding onto my hat. We wobbled our way in. I love the, the, the <clears throat> slightly colonial language of two chaps on scooters. Took us They're good off. fellows, but don't ask them to tell you anything about the local area. They can't speak a spot of the Queen's. <laughs> I love it. Very good. But <laughs> we wobbled our way in. I was going to get great lengths and some trouble to make sure I had all the food and drink I needed. Arriving in this beautiful village, we arranged to sleep on the floor of a house physically alongside a large number of builders working to erect some other houses nearby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We then had nothing to do for a long time, and I could only speak to my colleague, the master student, although there was an old mute lady who used a rudimentary sign language to chat a little. Oh. Yeah. Like an horror movie. Yeah, but otherwise it was quite lonely to be surrounded by people I couldn't talk to. Mm. It's like me in a pub when the football's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I speak the strange language. I got bored. Too quickly. And then, wandering around, someone asked me something in a friendly manner. My colleague translated, Would you like to try some local food? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we it go. It was a large, open cauldron of delicious-looking noodles. Ooh. Yeah. I bet Every sensible strange. part. I bet there's huh? something strange in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every sensible part of my brain screamed no. However, he says, the part of my brain cultured since infancy to politely accept food when offered, especially by poorer folk, screamed louder, yes. Yes, Absolutely. And for reasons I still can't otherwise explain, I ate them. Mm-hmm. 
A few hours later, in the blistering heat of the jungle's edge, I found I suddenly couldn't keep warm. Ooh, oh no. Yeah. A little later, still, I was very hot, and this oh. passed. Yeah. I went to bed, towards the back of the room, on the floor, under a mosquito net, a sea of sleeping builders between me and the doors. Mmm. Mmm. And it started, the familiar and terrifying rumbling. Oh, God. Hour after hour, I would rise, tiptoe through the bodies, through the dark. Bears and tigers, possibly in the jungle above. To the open-air squat toilet, to unleash my hellish fire hose of disease. Hour after hour. How many times has... Horrible. There's nothing worse than having... Like a difficult path to the toilet when you need it all night. Yeah, having to walk like a Scooby-Doo character when you're trying not to shit yourself. Oh, you know those high God. knees, like like Shaggy, like do 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 do. Oh, I hate that. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And you'd feel bad for the builders because you're like they're they're knackered from a day of building houses in the jungle, and here comes Poopy McWhiteface. And you know you're waking some up. You know you're yeah, waking yeah. them up. <clears throat> so he says, uh, I lost count of how many successful journeys I made until I inevitably pebble-dashed my shorts, surrounded by sleeping builders. Oof, fucking hell. Pebble-dashed. <laughs> <laughs> Bagging and tagging them, I carried on, and somehow, eventually, morning came around. Oh, God, and he would have got no sleep. He would have got no sleep. No. And the, 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 an- the, an- the sting in the anus. Mm-hmm. Mm. I felt okay, though still oh. shitting, okay. but was aware that it was a long way to civilization on mud tracks on a scooter with no phone of any kind. If mm. I deteriorated quickly, things could go badly. Yeah, I mean, this is like old school dying diarrhea. That's like, you, you, you realize how deadly diarrhea is when you don't have a little tap of drinking water, like in your room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and some salt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're out in the jungle, diarrhea. Oh, no. <laughs> That's like all... Imagine just having to watch all the water you need just coming out of your ass. Yeah, and, and mixed with shit. Yeah, you can't drink it anymore because it's now mixed can't with shit. Can't even get it back. Nope. Can't put it back in. So he says, for context, my work means I'm usually desk-bound, but have worked for many years with full-on, balls-to-the-wall, Indiana Jones characters. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so he says, folk whose field work meant braving wild places for months on end. Snow nor desert could stop my colleagues. I have close friends who have fever dreams riddled with malaria, treated in a shack by an alcoholic doctor. Friends <laughs> who survived... Days in the bush alone with broken legs. Others still have slept with lions gored by wild boar. Sailed Antarctic waves and been bitten by leopard seals. Yeah, I'm sure. Their stories are legion and legend. Nice. One day, in a relatively comfortable, if remote village, I was crippled by a deadly mix of politeness, uh, perverse (laughs) politeness, boredom, and noodles. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, well, he's, danger comes in different forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, mm, diarrhea. Oh, I don't know. Actually, 
Mm. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, it comes in different forms. So he's it's the next day and he feels a bit better, right? Or at least it's the morning. Mm-hmm. So he's walking around the village and he says, I met, I met the nice old lady who couldn't speak. Oh, yeah. The lady pointed at me and then splayed her fingers behind her bottom and mimed an arse spraying freely into the wind. <laughs> so she, she, she an, an old lady heard him in the night. Never mind the builders. <laughs> I'm picturing this old lady as a, a sort of Studio Ghibli grandmother. A sort of cheeky, yes, yeah. twinkly-eyed... <laughs> maybe she's a witch? Yeah, she looks like the witch from uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. So she's pointing at this guy and then going, like, making the ass spray. So she's doing that, right? Yeah. And he says, I nodded. She mm-hmm. mimed, counting on her fingers, and sprayed from her behind multiple times. <laughs> so she's she's asking how much now. Right, okay, yeah. How much shitting? I flashed ten fingers, and then I flashed ten fingers more, Oof. and I shrugged. I like that shrug at the end, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. She slowed, and her face became a grim mask. <laughs> She pointed and drew a finger across her throat. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm talking about, man. Out in the jungle, diarrhea is... There's no no laughing matter, although we are laughing at the matter now. Well, we're laughing at the, the incredible, like cinematic old lady yeah yeah this lady watches too much tv this <laughs> this lady's just going hey you you were shitting You're like yeah i was shitting how often were you shitting oh i shat like 20 times you will not last until the sun <laughs> i love it pointing at someone and then drawing your finger across your throat so universal. like a pirate yeah i love it that's amazing so so he gets this ominous portent from the old crone. Unless she's saying, I will kill you for shitting that much in my village. Maybe it was a threat. <laughs> yeah, she was saying, that wasn't a toilet, that was my garden. <laughs> and there was so much shit, I, wanted, I wasn't sure if it was the builders or you, so... Um, So he says, So as the coward I am, I made plans to find a porcelain toilet back at the border with opportunities to see a doctor if needed. Mm. Fair enough. Um, I pumped myself with drugs to bung up my ass and braved the three hours on a scooter journey to find a toilet I could more happily die on. (laughs) A squat toilet is great, but if you want a little privacy, uh, some support, you're going to spend more than a few hours a day on it. Yeah. Oh, you want a little privacy or some support if you're going to spend more than a few hours a day on it. That's right. Yes, I get you. Boringly, I made it back to town without redecorating the wheels of my bike. (laughs) I've never loved an ensuite toilet more, and we became intimate for a wild but short-lived relationship. (laughs) A whirlwind romance. 
was certainly a whirlwind. <laughs> As it turned out, a few days rest and I was up and about, although my time was up. All was reasonably okay. The visit was not a total loss, as my student heroically carried on the minimum number of interviews. But still, I've been tested and found wanting. Yeah, man, it can, uh, like a stomach bug, a bit of food poisoning, it can take you out. I think, have I sp- I've spoken about mine on here. When I think I, think I, so. I think I ate some off prawns or something, and I was just shitting and puking for 24 hours straight. I couldn't stand up. I was like quivering, like... <gasps> Oh, God. That's horrific, man. Mm. So bad. Adam says, I I sort of think I made the sensible choice in retreat, but I know in my heart that my braver friends would have shrugged it off, put on a nappy, and roughed it out. Koji, Adam. I don't know. I think, like, I think it's easier to keep going with, like, a sawn-off foot than it is with a bad bout of stomach poisoning like because your whole body just like shuts down you can't even really move your whole you have no energy you're like you're 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 confused you have like hallucinations i was hallucinating when i was when i had my stomach bug. it's really bad what did you hallucinate oh i can't remember now it must have been like voices and like not sure what was a dream and what wasn't because you just kind of fade in and out of kind of consciousness yeah bad mojo yeah just mad swirly dreams mm. Mm. um but great uh, yeah great I, I i don't huh great email really good email great email i don't know if i ever want to go to the jungle yeah i mean i've i've been for small bouts um and it's kind of fun, but I don't like having to look over your shoulder 24-7 for something that could poke its little tentacles into you or bite you or make you very sick. We're not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're supposed to be in the bit that isn't full of things that want to kill you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just... I, yeah, I just, I don't know. You and I both don't like the heat, and it seems like the hottest place. Like, the desert seems like it would be more comfortable, almost. I guess in the jungle you get some shade. You do get shade. That's true, but the, the, but the humidity. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Tom gets in touch with a, a, a very nice email. Another Tom! Another Tom? Um, uh, Tom Tom. He, he says, hello, gentlemen. Um, sat navs. Uh, the, the first thing is uh, a thank you to you, Phil, and uh, I, can, I can read it out the thanks paragraph, Phil, or I can forward it to you and say praise redacted. It's up to you. Read it out. I feel like being praised today. <laughs> the first is a thank you for Phil. Last year, I was very depressed, and I had the worst month of my life in January 2019. Wow. Okay. I wonder how many worst months of lives are January. I think the, one of the worst months of my life was a January. I guess. But we've said this before. It's always buoyed by our birthdays, which are in January. We have a birthday, which is a bit of a filter, yeah. But, I mean, in, in general, it's in the Northern Hemisphere, it's a pretty crappy month. Like You so it rarely is. hear people go, God, I spent... like That was the worst sizzling July of my life. <laughs> yeah, you never like... 
Ah, the January of 73. No one's ever said that in anything. <laughs> so, uh, where's my his life? And he says, I'm not sure how or why it happened, but my crutch was Phil's 15-minute set on the Netflix show The Comedy Lineup. Ah, I'm so glad. Yeah. On one particularly bad day, I watched the set 43 times. No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you must know you better than you know yourself by now. 43 times. That's amazing. I think that means that if you become a serial killer, Tom is the one to track you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows me better. Yeah, like, I know where he is. Like, there's a bit where he's, like, looking at other clues, and he remembers a bit of my stand-up, and he goes, I know where he is. <laughs> and then the next scene is, like, me at a, at a reservoir, and then there's an off-camera voice saying, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, I never learned how to skip stones. Because I've been skipping stones, and I turn, and it's him. It's like, how do you know I'd be here? Yeah. <laughs> Joke number four in your comedy lineup special. <laughs> you mentioned a reservoir of this particular name. Um, wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah. I've not seen that. That I don't think I've performed that material forty three times. I don't think I've said it myself that many times. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, he says it was a real lifeline for me when I was feeling particularly out at sea. So I just wanted to say thanks, pal, for inserting some laughter into my darkest days. Well, that's great. That's really so nice to hear. Yes. It's amazing how comedy can do that. Um, it really is. Even, and I, even when, you know, you don't, you don't particularly set out to make something that can help someone in their darkest days. How do, you even, how do you even do that? You can't even imagine what someone could possibly, you know, could potentially be going through. But, yeah, it's funny. I guess it's sometimes just like the reminder that that uh, hmm, that things can get better or things have been better or things are better I think it's a reminder of the potential nature I think it's the reminder of the temporary nature of of your, your your low moments yeah and and also I think it's better than other forms of even comedy because stand up is always like a bit cynical and you can sort of go hey yeah when you're watching it that's it. And that's what, yeah, it's the cynicism of it, which is always spoken of as a sort of negative word, cynicism. But it's a cynicism of comedy that I always found lifeline when I was a, a depressive, sort of lonely feeling teen. The idea yeah, that, if you watch a sitcom where everyone's like, uh, hey, room for one more, <sighs> and then like, applause. Yeah. That's not, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. how, that's how aliens interact. It's less real. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, stand-up is the good one. Um, so, where were we? Oh, yes. He says, uh, I've listened to Bud Pod religiously for the past eight or nine months. I've been trying to think of good stories to tell you guys, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I, I, I'm intimidated to send in stories. They're so yeah. good. Uh, recently, though, someone wrote in about the girl who wears her dad's boxes as pajamas. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad this is bothering other people because it bothers Episode me. Episode seventy-three no for anyone who hasn't heard that one. <laughs> uh, Horrific. <laughs> oh yeah, and what what does Tom say about it? So someone wrote in about a girl who wears her dad's boxes as pajamas as a response to the girl who wears her brother's <laughs> from episode fifty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me of someone I knew in my past. When I was a teenager, I knew a girl whose family were always described as a bit different. 
Right. Never <laughs> <laughs> is never a good thing. They're a bit different. Yeah. Uh, Whereas, like, I, I think, I think it's important to emphasize for any of our listeners not in the UK that um, in the UK, if you say someone's fam, if you say like, oh, the Smith family, they're a bunch of freaks. That'll be because they don't have Yorkshire puddings on their Sunday roast. Yeah. Whereas if you say, oh, yeah, they're a bit different, it's something huge. Yeah, they're a family of serial killers. Yeah, so... They're the Manson family, he, yeah. Yeah, so he says, obviously when someone dangles bait like that, it's impossible not to try and find out what is up. And it turns out, this family are all happy as Larry to walk around their home stark, bollock, naked. Oh, one of these, the naturalists. Mm. This is a nuclear family with two daughters, and just throughout their teenage years, the entire family would wander around the house naked. A nuclear family with two daughters, and yeah, well, you and I, Pierre, we knew someone at university who had whose parents were naturalists or naturists or whatever, but she wasn't, yeah. and so she'd just be in the house fully clothed, and her folks would come in, you want some tea? Just bollies dangling in <laughs> in the breeze. <laughs> Yeah, just becoming, like, um, just so perfectly familiar with your own parents' nude bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's quite good for you. Like, maybe then, you know, your kids could be like, Dad, is that a new mole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very, very low, uh, very low cancer rates in naturalist families. They they always catch it. They always catch it in time. <laughs> yeah. So he says, uh, this didn't limit itself to walking from bathroom to bedroom. Oh, no. They would on occasion eat dinner naked, or they had even been known to be naked while guests were present. And we're talking other teens. That is mad. And that's, and, and on, on the whole, I'm like, it's fine to walk around your house naked. But the problem I have is the sitting down on things. Just yeah. bare ass. <laughs> and, I mean, they're going to the toilet. You go to the toilet. You don't take any clothes off because you're already naked. You do a poo. You wipe it, I presume, to the best of your abilities, and you get up, and then you go on and you sit down on your other dining table. You sit. Can you imagine like having dinner with someone naked, and they go, "Pardon me," <laughs> just off to the powder room, and they're gone for let's say eight minutes, and they come back and they're like, "Anyway, where were we?" And they sit back down on their chair, and you're not going to be able to think about anything else. What if you? What if you could like they came back and you could smell their ass? <laughs> Oh, awful. And you're going to have to bend over to pick things up and, you know, man. But also, like, like, first of all, yeah, let's let's hope that the chairs don't have, like, you know, like, carpeted cushions. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just bright white linen. <laughs> but also, like... Never mind the shitting. Like, what if they're just having a really big dinner and they just just start farting up a storm? They're just spraying shit particles all over the chair, without even the the rudimentary filter of a pair of pants and some jeans. They're smoking filterless cigarettes. <laughs> Gosh, but like doing it when like other kid, people's kids are around and teens and stuff. I wonder if that's even legal. Yeah, that's a question, isn't it? Is it legal to uh, smoke smoke your filterless tips around your <laughs> your your daughter's friends? Mm. Um, yeah, that is odd. 
He says, I'm not going to dispute the creepiness of the boxer-sharing daughters and sisters of this world. <laughs> uh, but I think I would be happier knowing that a girlfriend was comfy in her dad's boxes than comfy in his naked presence. Interesting. I th- I think the boxes thing is worse somehow. I think it's worse. I was going to say. I, 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 at least with like a nudist thing, it's like, well, you were raised this way and it's an, like kind of a belief. I don't know. And it's also her, pants. Her, it's her dad's choice to be naked in front of her. Like, what, what are you going to do? But the pants are her choice to wear. Yeah, she's gone, oh, you know what I'd love to wear? My dad's old bolly pants. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'm suspicious of, a, of someone who's so able to separate an article of clothing after it's been extensively cleaned from what it was. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it's, people it's, who wear suits that have come from corpses. Yeah, or like people who can put sex toys in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, like, I know. How, anyway, how much belief do you have in fine. cleaning products? Yeah, and you and you and you sort of like look. I, it doesn't matter that the dishwasher goes up to like a hundred degrees. <laughs> it's the principle of the it, thing. It is the principle. It's like I know scientifically, chemically, you're probably right, but it doesn't. It's 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 a it's about the message you're sending. Yeah, you're you're correct on an atomic level. <laughs> I'm correct, like sociologically, like I'm not walking, like walking around the house, stirring yeah. my coffee with a butt plug. I'm correct in the eyes of God. Yeah, although I would like to see that. What God come and say you are correct? No, no, no. Someone, someone just walking around stirring their coffee with like a sex toy. Oh right, like, what? It's the, it's the one I use for this. <laughs> do do do. Oh man. Man, but I mean, yeah, the nudist parent thing is also uh, not ideal. Um, no, uh, no, I, I, it's not ideal, but yeah, I think, I think the idea of someone going like, I wear my dad's underpants is like, well, then it's kind of like you're touching it as well. Whereas in the nudist thing, you're not necessarily like, here, dad, let me hold your dick while you piss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Horror right. show that could be going on. I wonder how cold it needs to get for a nudist to put some clothes on. Like when they go, hey, look, this is, I just need this, all right? And do they have to explain? Do they have to say, I'm still a nudist, but it's just, it's, it's minus two degrees right now. What if they just wear like a big fur coat like our caveman might have? Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And so they're still getting all the, the, the cold air flapping through their, their bollies, their bollies and danglers. What was our caveman character? Oh, it was um, <laughs> Grandma Caveman, wasn't it? Grandma Caveman. Is oh, it like something about drinking gin and going ug? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, man. Oh, pop, pop, fizz, clink. <laughs> pop, fizz, clink. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Grandma Caveman, pop, fizz, clink. <laughs> <laughs> Me like pop, fizz, clink. Yeah. What episode was that? Mm. Oh, I think pretty early. Oh, it might have been in the description instead of the title. I'm not sure. Um, now, uh, <laughs> so then the rest of the email Thomas sent us is, I have to say, um, and this is no criticism of you, Tom, because I've heard the story told to me uh, as well. It is an urban legend, but it's a good one. Okay. Yes, I, lo- I like an urban legend. So Tom Tom was told this by a friend at uni, as was I. Oh, lovely. 
but as if it was true, right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe it was true at some point, but anyway. This is the oral tradition. Yes, very much so. He says, I couldn't send this email in good conscience without including a poo story. I personally do not have many. I am one of the steel bowled among us and have never knowingly shit myself <laughs> in zany circumstances. Well, consider yourself lucky. Or, in the context of this podcast, unlucky. Yeah. And he says, uh, I do have a story from a friend, though. Whilst at university, a friend of mine went on a night out and met a woman. I, w- I want to know if you've heard this before, so stop me if you have, Phil. I'll be interested. Okay, sure. Uh, well, it goes on a night out, meets a lady. They went back to her place, and she took him to her bedroom. He found it strange that her bed and much of the surrounding floor space was covered in plastic sheets. Right. No, I don't think... This is a drunk, horny, 20-year-old man we're talking about, and of course he didn't stop to question it. Yeah. While they were doing the devil's dance... (laughs) (laughs) ...in the bed, the woman was fumbling about for something in the dark and produced a sex toy. Ah. Fresh from the dishwasher. (laughs) as previously established he was young drunk and horny and didn't question the presence of the plastic fiend oh the plastic fiend now being the sex toy not the sheets (laughs) yeah that was an error on his but the plastic fiend is another good name for the michael jackson costume (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very good plastic fiend (laughs) (laughs) so that was an error on his part as she very quickly shoved the toy into his anus and pulled it out without warning him or discussing it i mean that's not on is it so he's describing an in and out motion okay as she removed it floods of shit came tumbling out of his body all over the plastic sheets and the lady he got up in a panic, startled by what had happened, and watched in horror as the young lady rolled around in the tidal wave of brown fury. I think I have heard some version of this story, yes. So the version I've heard is um, the lady puts a whole towel, like a, or like a little hand towel or something, up the ass. A hand towel? Some kind of towel, or like shoves the towel up his ass and then like, and like says it's part of some sexy game and then just yanks the whole towel out and yanks a load of shit with it. Whoa. I mean, it, it's very possible that these are just true stories of women with similar proclivities. I don't know. I mean, I guess when you hear about someone who likes poo in a sexy way, it's always a man. And there must be women out there hiding in the there forest. Must there must be. Is this the only way they can get their fix? Why can't they find a poopy man? <laughs> also, why is it never the poopy people who find each other? Why is always one poopy person tormenting uh, some innocent horny teen? <laughs> Like a, like a sort of goblin figure. <laughs> yeah, that's the character in every horror story, isn't it? An innocent, horny teen. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should stop horny shaming, you know. Yeah. Also, like... Nothing wrong with being horny. There's nothing wrong with being horny. And I, I'm, I'm afraid to say, Phil, that the main reason I'm skeptical of this, this story whenever I've heard it is that... I don't know if uh, young women are so confident that they're able to commit a, an actual crime. Yes, a sexual and assault. And not so confident as to just ask someone to do a big shit all over them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like the ladies to me. <laughs> and when we're not saying to any poopy ladies listening that we don't think you sound like a lady, we just think you'd ask. Yeah. 
It's not very ladylike to shove a dildo in my ass without asking you then <laughs> roll around in the shit like a pig in the mud. It's just not very like call me old fashioned. That should be uh that should be what the guy said. <laughs> that wasn't very As he stood up and she's rolling around in the shit and he's there horrified. Well that wasn't very ladylike. <laughs> Won't see this on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> With his hands on his hip, shaking his head. <laughs> Let's see this on the BBC. I'd, I'd like to see Laura Koonsberg talk about this for a change. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Oh, man. Oh, so says, Anyways, keep up the good work, and for the love of Christ, keep jacking it. Best wishes, Tom. Yeah, I mean, as opposed to rolling around in some shit on the floor, jacking it is hardly a, a naughty thing to do. Let's keep doing it. I wonder where the rolling around comes from. Just want to get it everywhere. I don't know. You yeah. Uh, do I just think, don't... Yeah. Do you think it has to be shit, or could they get it out of mud? I feel like they could just get some mud, then. It's much easier if, to get mud than to get someone to come in and shit on you, isn't it? Yeah, if it's if it has to if it's if if that doesn't work, if if I said that to them and they were like, no, 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 then that would definitely it's definitely more like psychological than the feeling. Right. Yeah. It, it must, but the, it's it is wrong, and you know, we're all, people we were all told to you know be, hesitate before we call the sexual proclivity wrong, but but the the, the poopy stuff is. Strictly speaking, wrong in the sense that we are programmed to avoid human waste because because it kills us. It gets you sick. Yeah, so it gets must... other people sick. Yeah, well, it gets you sick if you get too close to it, or if you rummage around in it, or if you put it in your mouth, which is why yeah. we're programmed to find it gross. So there must be some <laughs> rummage. <laughs> there must be some some bad wiring then to if 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 to overcome that inbuilt. Uh, fear of, of of poopy stuff. It's funny, isn't it? The kink shaming line. I, I remember this is ages ago on Twitter, but someone like took their gimp for a walk through like a mall, <laughs> and they were all dressed up. Yeah, and it was all very like vivid, and loads of people were like, "There are kids in the mall, man! Come on!" And then the loads, of, obviously, obviously, people on Twitter were like, "Hey, don't kink shame this <laughs> gimp and his." <laughs> master or whatever yeah and you think yeah there's a social contract at a certain a social, point well yeah this the king shaming is separate from understanding what is private and what isn't the same reason you can't run around naked in a nursery school it doesn't mean you can't do it at home because there are different rules for at home and at at a school you, you yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean the, the kink, the the kink shaming people. I think they're a, just a very loud minority. Yeah, and there's not like there's any other examples they can point to, like say, oh well, the gimp can't be taken for a walk, and I'm allowed to just get my dick sucked in the middle of TGI Fridays. It's like no, <laughs> nope, you can't do that either. Don't do that. Uh. Well. Good luck to all the anonymous, horny young men out there, and I hope you don't get shit ripped out of your ass by a mysterious lady. Uh, well, some great, great correspondence this week. I, I really enjoy that. Good work, everybody. And um, a, a real 
a real great show from the Toms today. A very good showing from the Toms. The Tom um, community has really excelled this week. Yes, yes, and and as as with our generation or, or anyone under sort of thirty or forty in the UK, there's a lot there's a lot of Toms, Matts, and Alexes and Jameses to compete against. I'm sure. I am sure. Oh, a couple of Bens. Um, Ben, oh, so much, there's I some guess. Bens in there, sure. Ben, yeah. Um, but thanks so much, guys. That's great. Thanks stuff. very much, guys. Um, and uh, keep safe out there. Hope you. Oh, we didn't even talk about Valentine's Day. Oh well, doesn't uh, matter. It's made up. Wait, and also, literally, nothing happened. And nothing happened because nothing's allowed to happen because we're in lockdown. Lockdown, baby. Yeah. Um. Okay. Koji, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye.